Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's KFI AM 640 and you're listening to The Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. It was over the weekend. I was working in the yard. It was windy. And we had a beehive in one of our trees. And, and so I had to be very careful. And I was out sunning myself a little on Sunday. And a bee flew and stung me right in my mouth, right in my cheek on the inside. Oh, Man, you have the again. worst luck with bees oh, horrible. in your mouth. Well, in your mouth also. Yeah, horrible. But I felt bad for the bee because the bee was just going to die. You know, I was going to make it. But the bee stung me right on the inside right part of my cheek. And it swelled up. And so I couldn't even talk yesterday, but it's a lot better today. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't even hear it, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But now it's getting better. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, it's just a weird visual. First of all, you sunning and then again, being stung in the mouth in your backyard by oh, a yeah. bee. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll, I'm, all counts there. It's odd. Really is odd. All right, the retail theft laws for smash and grab in California, they're going to change. Try to get some of these uh, lads to back off with the smash and grab, ma'am. Smash and grab robberies, an epidemic in California, a problem with seemingly no end in sight. What? Come on. But could there soon be stiffer penalties for thieves who are caught and convicted? It's possible if a new piece of legislation becomes law. I think it's time that we start to discuss the pendulum of where public safety is in the state of California. Discuss, I believe discuss the what? The pendulum of where <laughs> public safety is in the state of California. Right. Or where your dictionary is. I believe this type of bill will start that discussion of bringing the pendulum back to where it needs to, to the middle of the road. Assemblymember James Ramos, a dem- Is that how you pronounce that word? Or he doubled down on that, didn't he? Is it pendulum? Yes, it's yeah. pendulum. We'll start that discussion of bringing the pendulum back to where it needs to, to the middle. You know what happened? When he was growing up, his parents thought that was cute every time he mentioned it. <laughs> and nobody ever corrected him. <laughs> that happened to me. To this day, that no happened him. to me. But you know what? That, that's, that's a weird thing. Like when I was, when my daughter was young, she had a friend of hers that, that um, and they, I don't know where we were, we were going out to get ice cream or yogurt or something. And Sophia had said to her friend, hey, you, are you all right? You seem uh, a little down today. She goes, yeah. She goes, I'm just feeling a little melon coffee today. No. Right? Instead of melancholy, Aww. melon coffee. And I didn't correct that. That's not my position to correct that. That's her parents. And if her parents like the way she say, says that and they think it's cute, then they let her do that. But I think that's what happened here with Pendulum. It's I like think, people saying Paschetti. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Spaghetti, Paschetti, that's one of them. But I got caught in one of those, which was really embarrassing. I, I've told this story on the air before, so if you've heard it, maybe you can go get a, a cigarette <laughs> or a beer or both. Oof, that sounds great, right? A cigarette and a beer. Um, but when I was, I was at a party. I was like 23 or 24 
And there was these very attractive women that were there, and they were all nurses. For some reason, they all went to nursing school, and they're all going to become nurses. And they were they were really, really nice-looking gals. And I was talking to one of them. And it was in the summer, and everybody had shorts on and short sleeve shirt, and I was amongst them. And she looked at my arm, and I have a scar on my left arm. My left arm or my right arm? I gotta look. It's my left arm. And, and it looks like track marks. It looks like I've done drugs. But on, my, on the opposite end of my elbow, on the inside of my arm, there is uh, about a two-inch scar. And then there's, it looks like there's staples going across it, but it was stitches. And when I was born, I was born with, with bad blood. I had to have a blood transfusion when I was two days old. And the doctors said to my dad, you know what? We're going to do everything we can to save your son here, but he has about a 50-50 chance of making it. And my dad flipped out, man. My dad stood right by my side, and he made sure those doctors were giving me the best attention in the world. My dad did that for me. And then as I had a kid later, I'm like, well, what else is he going to do? You know, <laughs> go to the bar and hang out with his friends while his kid's dying? Of course not. So the woman, the very attractive nursing student, said, hey, what's that scar on your arm? And I said, oh. I said, I was born with blood that wasn't compatible. And she goes, is that right? And I said, yeah, I was born Irish negative. And she goes, really? You were born Irish negative? I said, yep, Irish negative. And so she like motioned to her four friends who were also in nursing school. Said, hey, hey, girls, come here for a second. This guy's got a great story about this scar. You know, we're all in nursing school. We could learn from stories like this. And man, I was the king of the roost. I was, <laughs> I was holding court. And I had four very attractive 22, 23, 24-year-olds. I was 23 at the time. I was on, I was as high as a kite. I am telling this story. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was born, I had incompatible blood. I had to have a blood transfusion. And one of the girls said, well, what was, what was the problem? And I said, well, you guys will learn this in nursing school, uh, hopefully, the next couple of months. But I was born Irish negative. And one of the nursing students said, you mean RH negative? <laughs> mm, yeah, probably right. <laughs> it's probably not Irish negative. It's probably RH negative, right? And they split. And that was it. That was a wrap. And they all thought it was a goofball. Just this dumb guy in shorts <laughs> at a party. And they all split. But my mom and dad, I've been telling that story forever. And my mom and dad heard me tell that story countless times. Saying that I was Irish negative. And they never, ever corrected me. But you know who corrected me? Attractive 22-year-old nursing students that I thought I had a shot with. They corrected me, and then they moved on, and they split. So I think that's where this guy is with the pendulum. We'll start that discussion of bringing the pendulum back to where it needs to. Yeah, his parents thought, oh, pendulum, that's funny. Don't ever correct it, that's great. Pendulum back. Yeah, now he's a politician using the term pendulum. To where it needs to.
to the middle of the road. Assemblymember James Ramos, a Democrat from San Bernardino, is sponsoring Assembly Bill 1772. Wow! Tell us more. What's 1772 all about? Which, if approved, would mean those who are convicted three times for these kinds of crimes could face jail time of up to three years. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's supposed to be punishment? You have to be caught and convicted three times. Not not cop a plea, a plea, but be convicted three times. And then you get three years? That's nothing. That's not, there's no teeth in this thing. Because prosecutors would then be allowed to add up the cumulative amount of stuff stolen to possibly make it a felony. Something that currently can't be done. Individuals that... Uh oh, I, look, if you're a criminal, you better get your crime on now. Because they're going to change these laws and they're not going to benefit you. So if you're out there and uh, you know you love to uh, uh, collect stuff for free, then you got to get your game on now because you are going to get hosed in the future. People are tired of it and they're going to change the laws and you're going to be sitting in jail, cooling your heels, wondering, wondering, wondering what happened. That um, when the pendulum comes back and knocks you in the ass. <laughs> that um, go into retail stores and do the smash and grab, right? And then go yeah. to another one. There's the mechanism to to prosecute them on cumulative charges is something that's been missing as an arsenal for prosecutors in the state of California. Yeah. If you're looking at doing a significant amount, by the way, that's a Democrat talking about getting tough on crime. You know that this nation has had it when Democrats are like, hey, how can we put these guys away? Uh, we're getting to the end of the road with the smash and grabs. If you're looking at doing a significant amount of time in county jail. Yeah. You're most likely not going to do this. Right now, they're not looking at that. San Bernardino County Sheriff Shannon Dykus supports Ramosville. Making these changes like Ramos is proposing is really critical for us to be able to do our job, get these people in front of the court, and give the court the tools to prevent this from happening anymore. If approved by the state legislature and signed by the governor, it would also have to be approved by voters. Oh, by voters. Wow, it's a long way away. Long way away. So get your uh, groove on if you're a smasher and a grabber. Better keep, uh, better do it now because they're going to change the laws, and you're going to be the uh, you're going to be a victim. How about that? <laughs> get your booty while you can. That's right. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. on demand from KFI AM 640. Sorry, I get stung again. I, there is there a, is there a hive in the studio? No, but um, the guys at 5:70 a.m. They have an advertiser for that bear honey, you know, that honey mm -hmm. bear. Mm -hmm. And when the guys, um, they brought in one of the beekeepers and they brought a little hive in and I walked by and a bee flew into my mouth and stung my other cheek. I've been bitten twice. They're stung twice in the last two days. One on my right cheek and one on my left cheek in my mouth. Is that like when they say, uh, like, you know, when you get hit by mosquitoes, yeah. you, you're like, got that sweet meat going on? <laughs> What's right. going on with you, man? That's my nickname. Sweet meat. Sweet meat. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was just in college. <laughs> well, it was high in school. In prison. It was actually junior high. Is that weird? <laughs> it was odd. Odd, odd, odd. All right, there's a new way to test roofies to see if you've been roofed in one of these bars. It's a big, uh, serious story. In just a matter of months, most bars and nightclubs across the state will be required to have drug testing kits available to help customers know if their drink has been spiked. I think it's super important, uh, especially as a woman being out at night, um, consuming alcohol. You 
don't want to be at the wrong place with the wrong people. I think it's a good idea to make people feel more safe. The kits typically include a strip, sticker, or straw that can detect common roofie or date rape drugs like ketamine or GHB. Oh, that's a good idea. The color, if the the, the straw turns a certain color, yeah. then that, that date rape is drug is in there. That's a good idea. Good idea. I worked here for a long time, and I've seen people sort of touch other people's drinks, and I immediately just get rid of the drink because I just, I think that's... You have to be careful. The longtime San Francisco bartender says she does what she can to help keep customers safe. And she thinks making testing available makes sense. You know, speaking of bartenders, mm. I went to the smokehouse last night. Oh. I After working in the garage all day, I had a I had a real Jones for that garlic bread. And I wanted to get the garlic toast at the the smokehouse. So I called him up. Oh, the old uh, the restaurant over here yeah. by uh, the uh, studios? Yeah, I called the uh, restaurant. <laughs> and you know it's an older restaurant when the recording on their voicemail, it says, um, um, you can reach us online. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here we go. www.smokehouse1946.com. <laughs> and then they spell it. When you when it picks up, oh, is it no. like one of the old? There's the there's a long pause before you oh, hear yeah. anybody talk. You hear this hum, this. Ch- and go, Thank you for calling the smokehouse. I can play it for you here. You can uh, reach us online. Let's see here. Call the smokehouse in Burbank. Let's see if it comes up. Dialing. This, okay, here it is. Smokehouse. There we go. Can you hear? Yeah. Answer. Thank you for calling Smokehouse Restaurant. Please listen closely as our options have recently been updated. If you wish to place an order for delivery, please visit our website at www.smokehouse1946.com. For reservations or takeout, press 1. For private dining, press 2. For garlic bread or online shipping orders, press 3. For billing matters or to obtain a copy of I think I pressed one. Here. All right, here we go. <laughs> Thank you for calling Smokehouse Restaurant. A team member will be with you momentarily to take your reservation. Please note, we are not able to change reservations by voicemail. All right. You must speak to a team member directly. For the fastest service, here we go. click the reservation link on our website at www.smokehouse1946.com. That's www.smokehouse1946.com. That's great. Let's spell it out. How do you smell smokehouse? <laughs> I smell it out, smokehouse. 1946. Uh, they've been around a long time, but this the garlic bread is unbelievable. So I ordered the garlic bread, but you got to go in there and do it. And I called it 822. I say, hey, how long is the kitchen open? She said till 830. I jumped in the car. I, I had eight minutes to get there and place the order. So I get in the car and I race to the, I, I didn't break the speed limit, but I was close. And I, I get to the smokehouse and I'm ordering it. And she said, it'll just be a few minutes. I said, oh, please. I said, you know, you can take your time. I'm in no rush. I just need that smokehouse garlic toast. I need it in me. And so while I'm sitting there waiting on one of these red you know, couches or booths out there. I hear the guy at the bar, the bartender, and he's a louder guy. And I'm like, I remember that voice. I know that voice. 
the guy serving drinks in the bar. I know him. Mm. And so I and I asked the waitress there, the, the uh, maitre d' or the hostess, I said, hey, is that bartender's name Gary by chance? And she said, yeah, that's Gary. I'm like, God almighty, I remember Gary from 30 years ago when he used to be the he used to be the bartender at a place called the Money Tree. He was the bartender at the Money Tree. And so I said, um, I walked up to him. He was he was just cleaning some stuff up there and only had about five or six customers at the bar. And I said, hey, are you Gary? And he looks at me and goes, Conway. I'm like, hey, Bobo, I haven't seen you in forever. How long you been at the smokehouse? And he says, I've been here 17 years. Wow. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that I've not been in here in the 17 years that you've been here. And he told me his hours and his days. He's in there Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I said, oh, I'll stop by and see you and catch up. I love this guy. One of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life. Guy named Gary. who's the bartender at the smokehouse. So he says to the, so I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there waiting for the bread. And he says to two young ladies sitting at the bar, he said, this guy, and he points to me. He said, this guy is the funny, had the funniest line ever. When he, he was bartending. And he remembered this line from 25 years ago. 25 years ago, he said, there was an old guy sitting at the bar at the money tree. And he had his feet up. He was drinking a beer. And he was watching Gilligan's Island on TV. Hey, now. And you said to the guy, what's broken at home? The TV or the refrigerator? <laughs> right? Because otherwise, why would you pay $8 for a beer if you're going to watch TV? You do that at home. <laughs> Gilligan's yeah, right. He's watching Gilligan's Island, drinking a beer at a bar. Not a, not socializing with anybody. He's just drinking a beer, watching Gilligan's Island on TV, and he's drinking an $8 beer. And said, hey, what's uh, what's busted at the uh, at home? The refrigerator or the TV? All right. And Gary remembered that, and the, and the girls laughed, and he laughed, and I laughed. And I said, ah, oh, that's, that's great, Gary. I'll come by and visit you sometime. And he said, yeah, please do that. Please do that. I miss you. I said, I miss you too. And as I'm walking away from the bar, I didn't want to tell him or the girls laughing. I, that wasn't my line. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> you knew in the moment that he was relaying this story. I never said that. If it was funny, I don't mind him giving me credit, but I never said that. I don't remember ever saying that. As a matter of fact, I think a buddy of mine said it, and I wasn't going to correct him. It totally sounds like something you would right, say. Right, exactly. So I 100%. went with it. I yeah. went with it. I said, okay, yeah, yeah, I said that. But I know I never did. <laughs> but but in, but in front of him and the two gals, I took credit. Didn't want to didn't want to dissuade him or her or the girls from believing that I was that funny. So I said, no, nope. ah, yeah, yeah, I remember saying that. That was great. Good old times. <laughs> Gary, I'll come back and see you again sometime, buddy. I love that guy. Gary, the bartender at the smokehouse, one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life. That guy is the bomb. So go see him on Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. That guy's great. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Before Christmas, for three and a half months, I was stuffed up. I, was, I got one of those um, Afrins, we, you know, the um, Max, Afrin Max. And spraying every couple hours to try to clean up my nasal cavity. And I couldn't do it. And I was frustrated. I went to the ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor. I went to the, um, not the emergency room, but one of those doc in a box. Those, uh, what do they call those things? Where you go and there's just a an old doctor that sits there and tells you what you want to hear. The urgent care? Urgent care. Yeah, the urgent care. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> yeah, you pay a doctor ten dollars to tell you what you want to hear, and and I couldn't get rid of it, and it was it was driving me crazy. I tried over the counter medication, I tried prescription medication, I tried humidifier, I tried everything, and then the last guy that I was talking to, there it was a guy that was waiting in the ear, nose, and throat waiting room. And, and we started talking. I was reading a mag, an old, I don't know, stupid magazine on Sports Illustrated, and we were talking about sports. And he goes, what are you in for? I, I, I can't, I've uh, been congested for three months. And this wasn't the doctor. It's just a guy in the waiting room. And he goes, oh, my wife had that. And he says, can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah. He says, I don't mean to pry. I said, Ask away. I'm so frustrated with this. I'll take any advice from anybody. And he said to me, he says, how long have you had your pillow? And I thought about it and I had to call my wife. I said, when did we get this pillows and how long have I had it? And she said, well, she's changed pillows. She changes pillows like every you know year. I said, how long have I had mine? And she said, you've had that pillow you're sleeping on every night. For 12 years. I said, 12 years. Is that right? She said, yeah, you got it with the REM bed. You love that pillow and you've held on to it for 12 years. Now, I change the pillowcase, the pillow covering on it all the time. I'm very good about that. I throw the sheets in. They get a wash every week, if not, you know, every five, four or five days. I'm a nut about that. And he goes, why don't you try a new pillow? I went out after I left that doctor's office. I went to my favorite pillow place, which is Costco, high-end pillows. And I bought a pillow. I don't know. It's made out of bamboo or something. It was, it's very comfortable. And it went away in three days. And I've not had it since. Knock on wood. But that could be a problem. If you're suffering from coughing or chronic congestion, it might be the pillow that you're sleeping on. It was for me. But I can't be the only guy in the world that holds on to a pillow. Look, I, I have some shirts that are older than my daughter. As a matter of fact, most of my shirts are older than my daughter. And my daughter's 18. And most of my shirts are older than she is. It's just the kind of guy I am. I like a shirt. I hold on to it. I keep it nice. I go to the cleaners with it, right? I, if it's a nice shirt. And, and um, but I did some research and the guy's right. No matter how much you change the pillowcase or the pillow cover, you can get all kinds of, I don't know, you know, whatever you're allergic to can can live in that pillow. 
So just a cheap piece of advice from a guy that was in a waiting room at an ear, nose, and throat doctor. That's all I'm laying on you. I'm not telling you you got to change the pillow. I'm not telling you it is the pillow, but for me, it changed my life. Got to get a new pillow every once in a while. And if you're like me where you love, you fall in love with it and you can't get rid of it, you'll quickly get used to the new one. You'll quickly get used to it. Buy something similar, change it out, and I bet you're going to have a, a, a better life, better experience. But cough, chronic cough management is also a problem nowadays. A lot of people. Um, inspired by the time of year, a lot of people dealing with coughs, yeah. respiratory infections. So some tips on how to manage a chronic cough. Here we go. Number one, drink a lot of fluids. A lot of it can come from just a dry right. esophagus and your throat getting dry this time of year. Soothing throat um, lozenges, cough drops, or honey. My mm -hmm. mom, registered Teaspoon nurse, always used to give honey. Yeah. Yeah, or a new pillow. Um, using a cool mist humidifier as you're sleeping, uh, also important. And I want to just... Sounds like you're, you should be in a hospital with all this equipment. Actually, also include on this. If you have a cough that does not go away by three, four weeks, you want to get that checked out. Uh, most yeah, mine lasted for three months. Three months I'd suffered. You want to get that checked out. I know, I know. I got it checked out. You want to get that checked I out. did. Most commonly at this time of year, it's due to an infection. Mm -hmm. But, of course, it could be something more serious. It could even be GE reflux, but it could also be um, a primary lung issue. Yeah. Or you're just dying. That could be it, too. Uh, lung cancer. So do not ignore it. Oh, lung cancer. Come on, lady. Uh, lung cancer. Bum so do not out. ignore it. Hey, it's late on a Monday. Stop bumming us out. I agree. Good okay. advice here. Yeah, great advice. All right, uh, we're keeping an eye, uh, a, a small eye, on the big game right now. We're not watching it, but just keep an eye on the score. And right now, Michigan is leading Washington. So if you're watching the game or taping it, sorry, that's on you. You got to avoid news if you're if you're doing that. Right now, Michigan is beating Washington with about uh, just started in third quarter. Michigan seventeen, Washington ten. Michigan up by seven points with about 14 minutes and 55 seconds left in the third. Third quarter just started. So uh, we'll keep you an eye on that game so you don't have to. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right. Ding dong. Still, still the same score in the NCAA Men's Championship. Washington versus Michigan. Michigan's a five-point favorite in this game. And they're winning by seven in the third quarter, early in the third quarter. So if you're a Michigan fan, uh, you're on your the edge of your seat. Also, if you're a Washington fan, this game could go either way. Either way. Michigan fans are going to be thrilled. Man, there's going to be a huge party in Detroit if this, um, if this comes together. Michigan has a huge, huge fan base. Unbelievable numbers. All right, there's a minivan that was shot on the freeway. I hope we're not back into another series of this crap. It scares the hell out of everybody. You're on the freeway right now, and you're thinking about it. You're thinking about who's around you, who's behind you, who's on the side, who's in the front. 
And who's got a gun? CHP is looking for the person who fired BB pellets at a car on the 10 freeway in Rosemead. Just after midnight, officers got a call about a shooting on the 10 westbound near Santa Anita Avenue. The victim drove to the nearby L.A. County Sheriff's Temple City Station. And that's where investigators spotted a Honda Odyssey covered in damage. You can see the back windows are shattered and there's a hole in the passenger side window. Yeah. CHP says no one was hurt. The department has not said what led up to this incident, but officers are looking for a dark colored SUV. You know, whenever you hear a guy got shot on the freeway, the story is usually like, oh, I just honked at him and then he shot me. It's never that simple. That's the story they tell the cops. It's usually, you know, four or five miles of F you, F you, pizza, you mother, and then bang, somebody gets shot. It's always more than somebody just honked or, or hit the brights and then he shot me. All right, huge, huge storm. Heading towards the east, the northeast. So if you have friends or family or going back to New York, maybe you're out here for Christmas and Hanukkah, New Year's and Kwanzaa and enjoying yourself. Maybe you come out for the Rose Bowl. Now you're going back east. You're going to get knocked down by this nor'easter. Doesn't. This morning, millions of Americans waking up to a blast of winter weather. How many Americans are getting hit? Dozens. Dozens, man. Dozens. Dozens. Much of the Northeast digging out from one of the biggest snowstorms in nearly two years. Wow. Snow buried portions of Pennsylvania and Massachusetts. Some spots reporting over 18 inches. Ooh. With snow and ice quickly piling up, slick conditions sent cars and even tractor trailers sliding across New England highways. I suggest maintaining your vehicle, put snow tires on it, be prepared. The storm cutting off power to tens of thousands. My wife is from Oregon, uh, right up near Washington. And so when we go back there, there's always the guy that forgot to take or doesn't have the money to take the snow tires off in the summer. And you can always, always hear him driving around. You know, like those little pins hitting that pavement. You can always tell he's coming. Always tell that that guy either couldn't afford to take those snow tires off or he just said, screw it and more extreme weather down south. Oh my God, that just caught on fire. A tornado with 80 mile per hour winds barreling through Fort Lauderdale Saturday, damaging property and power lines. Back in the Northeast, the snow even sharing the spotlight with football fans and players at Gillette Stadium. It is definitely getting colder and players are certainly feeling the effects of it. Yeah, I was watching a game. I think it was, God, it was Baltimore. Remember who Baltimore was playing, but I met, it was 37, 36, 37 degrees and raining. God almighty. That's got to be miserable to be playing in 37 degrees and raining. This year's first winter punch dangerous for some, but plenty of fun for others. My son was so upset why we didn't get any snow in December. So I told him here it is. <sighs> And back here, ice is a big issue this morning, but over the next 24 hours, a big change is coming. Rain is in the forecast, several inches of rain, so that could lead to rapid snowmelt, especially oh, with large snow. Oh, boy. All right, big, huge-ass storm. All right, now, you remember this story coming out of Nevada? It's the guy that was arrested for countless felonies, you know, beating people up, beating up uh, protected witnesses. And then the judge said, uh, you know, I was going to give you probation, but... You may have to cool your heels uh, for a little while in jail. And then he jumped over the bench and attacked her. He jumped in entirely over 
the judge's bench there, cleared it. And that's got to be four and a half, you know, five feet off the ground. Cleared it and had plenty of room to clear it and then attacked her and beat the hell out of her. Well, he's back in court. He's back in court. And chained up. He's got a he's got a spit guard on. He has chains on his hands, on his legs, and he has mittens on his hands so he can't attack anybody. Mr. Almasi's here now. Morning, Judge. Good morning. All right, this is on for the continuation of Mr. Redden's sentencing. When we were last here, arguments were concluded and the court had begun to pronounce sentence when an incident occurred. An incident initiated. This is the same judge. This is the same woman who was attacked by this guy. When an incident occurred, an incident initiated by Mr. Redden present, preventing the court from completing sentencing. That is the sole purpose for today's hearing. Any other issues that may arise from the events that occurred last Wednesday will be handled at a future date by a different court. For purposes of the record... Okay, so he's being sentenced for what he did before. He's not being sentenced yet for attacking the judge. That'll be at a later date. So he's going to get more days or more years piled on him. I want to make it clear that I am not changing or modifying the sentence I was in the process of imposing last week before I was interrupted by defendant's actions. How about that? She's been attacked and she was saying that she was interrupted. Interrupted. Before I was interrupted by defendant's actions. Interrupted by the defendant. He attacked her, jumped over the bench, and tried to strangle her. I am making my calendar page from that day an exhibit for the court. Uh, it's the, as it existed the moment I walked in from prior to anything happening. Nothing's been changed, uh, indicating the sentence I intended to impose. Here we go. Although I give it back for a moment. <laughs> I think she's laughing about it. She's got a sense of humor about it. <laughs> All right, that being said, in accordance with the laws of the state of Nevada, this court does now sentence you, in addition to the $25 administrative assessment fee, $150 DNA fee, the $3 DNA administrative assessment fee, and $250 agent and defense fee, 19 to 48 months in the Nevada Department of Corrections. Wow. How much credit for time served does he have? It's zero days. He was on probation when he committed the offense and was revoked on probation <clears throat> to serve the jail time October 25th. That time it expired at about the time of the plea. So, so he's on probation. Now he's going to get four, 14 months to 48 months. Zero days credit. Mr. Almasi, if that's different, let us know and we'll fix it. I will. Um, the motion to quash my court is removed at this point. And for the record, I just reflexively wrote zero days credit time served on the notes exhibit that I just said. So that is Man, you can't attack these judges. That's correct. The probation case number just for the record is C three seven zero seven seven. All right, so he's getting four, 14 to forty eight months for the priors, and then he's going to get another lump thrown at him for attacking the judge. All right, well, bad decisions. Bad decisions. And uh, now this guy's going to uh, cool his heels probably for the next uh, five to ten years. Oh, boy. Really bad choice. All right. Uh, we're live. Uh, Mo Kelly is coming up next right here on KFI AM 640. Conway Show On Demand on the iHeartRadio app. Now, you can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.